0: This is the Edge of Innovation, Hacking the Future of Business. I'm your host, Paul Parisi.
1: And I'm Jacob Young.
0: On the Edge of Innovation, we talk about the intersection between technology and business, what's going on in technology, and what's possible for business.
1: So, Paul, as as we look at the way you are productive and that you contribute to the business world, the entrepreneur world, and Save Your Lives, the company that you founded and lead... There is a high volume of articles and content that you are pushing out and it makes me wonder how do you organize your time, how do you prioritize your time, how do you reduce what we've talked about as cognitive dissonance, how do you set up your time so that you can focus and read and think about what's important and the things that are interesting to you.
0: Well, thankfully this company called Apple invented an iPad yeah, which makes it very easy to consume information. I mean when it first came out. It was a, I tagged it as an information consumption device. That's really what it is. It's a way to consume information. And so now I've, over the past year, I have equally shifted towards the iPhone because I have an iPhone 6 Plus. It's a little bigger. And I can consume information. It is a very wide net Mm -hmm. that I cast. And it's largely motivated at, because I don't want to miss anything. Uh, and not because, you know, I'm not interested in the the recent gossip on Brad and, and uh, whoever, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not just, that's not what I'm interested in. But I'm interested in thoughts that are occurring. Yeah. So much so that somebody has written about it. Yeah. And they've made effort to do that. And so what you see is these signals know that are coming in and you have to arbitrate them and uh you know i've been blessed with the ability to arbitrate lots of signals at once some might might call that multitasking most of my reading is done while i'm doing something else is it really yeah it really is so Um, you don't
1: some guys talk about setting aside you know 30 minutes at the end of the day or whatever to do this
0: no i um i'll use it as downtime Mm -hmm. like you know oh you know All all the time. I mean, I was in a meeting last night and there was some downtime between it while people were getting their coffee and stuff like that and, you know, whatever the snacks were. And I was sitting there. You're flipping through flipboard, yeah. Oh, this is really interesting. You know, a lot of the times I tag the things, and it's because I think they're interesting. Well, no, it is. I mean, it, it's because I think it's interesting and something that will add value, yeah, to my daily routine, yeah, uh, and produce benefit. Yeah. And you know, people come along, and how do you know all this stuff, yeah? Well. You know, I just take a pill that adds it all to me every day. I mean, you, sure I, I do the work, but you got to be looking for those nuggets. Yeah. Um, and what's you know what's interesting is, thirty years ago, it was very hard to dig this information out.
1: Right, you had to get a subscription to twenty different magazines and keep your newspaper in front right. of you. Right,
0: yeah, it was it was it was very hard.
1: But now it seems to me like I think the word that's coming out of this is being intentionally curious about the world around you. Yeah,
0: I think so. I am definitely curious and, and fascinated on so many different levels. Why is this? What's this? What's yeah. this? And you'll see that as, you know, different things I edge into. I do have another habit where I post things that, you know, that get posted to Twitter. Yeah. I also have a private channel where I save things that I want to read in depth and ponder. Yeah. That I want to revisit. And uh, that's a much shorter list. Right. But it's stuff that it's, and it's sometimes, like, weird. I mean, you're completely orthogonal to what yeah. uh, you might think I was interested in. Yeah. So, but I will, you know, I'll get home from work, have a few minutes of downtime then, and, you know, I'll read a whole bunch of articles then, and usually when I'm going to bed before, Going to sleep, I'll I'll read a whole bunch then. When I'm exercising, if it's on you know like a treadmill or something, I'll definitely do it then. So that's you know using all those those opportunities.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. Well, thanks for sharing with us about how to be how being intentionally curious is functional in your life. All right, next thing I want to talk about is Tim Cook on Apple and VR. So, Paul, you recently were telling me about an article that you were reading about Tim Cook, the great Tim Cook. Who, by the way at the beginning of college football season, I would just acknowledge and celebrate in public that he is an Auburn University graduate.
0: Well, we all make mistakes. That's,
1: this is not the way <laughs> I expected. So Tim Cook on virtual reality and Apple's posture on virtual reality. Talk us through that article and just some of your thoughts because you were sharing some very interesting things about that with me.
0: Sure. Well, first of all, when Tim Cook talks, everybody listens. This is the voice of Apple now. Yeah. And, uh, know he's a very different person than Steve Jobs you know so we have to he's a he's a business person Steve Jobs was a visionary right Uh, you know I'm not saying that Tim isn't a visionary but I don't think that's what he would put on his business card yeah you know where Steve if he didn't put it on his business card we'd put it on there and certainly his name is almost synonymous
1: with the term visionary
0: yeah so the whole idea I mean what bottom line is is that there it's an article in Vanity Fair based on an interview uh, that was done with Good Morning America uh, just um, September 14th, I think. Okay. And he talks about augmented reality and virtual reality. And basically, he's saying virtual reality you know, is, is one thing. Augmented reality is going to be the one that takes off. Oh, really? And primarily because it can be a shared experience. Okay. That's really the distillation of what he's saying, is that if I put a virtual reality headset on, I'm isolated. Uh, yeah. from you in the same room mm-hmm. now we could both be in the same virtual reality right but i can't interact with you really i mean i might be able to touch you or hit you or do something like that yeah. but i can't i can't have the visual my visual cortex yeah. <laughs> you know be engaged with your shape and who you yeah. are and see that you're grimacing i can't see that yeah augmented reality i can do that yeah and so you know, augmented reality, the way the Microsoft HoloLens was sort of first introduced, it was a person in a house, and they looked at the refrigerator, and they saw a list of things that they needed in the refrigerator. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's sort of goofy. But now if you sort of extrapolate that and say that we're both going to go play a game, yeah, and we look at the that wall, and we both see the the monster, and we, right. we have to go and get that. The Pokemon. The Pokemon, yeah. That's yeah. what You know, so... That that's a little bit better. It's yeah. uh, that sounds more intriguing yeah. than uh, having my grocery list on the refrigerator. Yeah, I don't know why I'd have my grocery list on the refrigerator. That's not when I need it. I need yeah. it when I'm at the store, or actually, I need it when I'm driving near the store and I haven't made a commitment to go somewhere else. You know, right. like if, if I'm it's, you know, imagine there will be some systems for augmented reality that will tell you just after you pass the store that you should have stopped. Yeah. But that wouldn't have been good. It would have been, you know, hey, you're heading up here. You're going past your favorite market. Why don't you stop and get these five things that we know you need? So really, he didn't say a lot. Uh, You know, Apple has no play in this game. Uh, They have nothing in virtual reality. Samsung has virtual reality. It's cool for their phones. They can snap into a headset. Uh, You can do that. Virtual reality is important because when we're not in the same room, Virtual reality is someplace where we can actually interact. Right.
1: It's, a, it's a, a place in between where we can connect.
0: Right. So I do that on Facebook with people all the time. Well, yeah. you know, I don't think it'll be all that unusual to be. And that's why they bought Oculus is because they want right. the Facebook experience to happen in a virtual reality. Right. So that means that the whole backdrop is virtual. Generated Well, in augmented reality, only other things are generated. So, you know, you might have a white wall in your living room, and that might be a picture frame right. into a virtual reality that is where your Facebook friends are. So they come online, and you see them standing there in a combination of virtual and augmented reality. So the augmented reality gives you that ability to have it within your own context so you're yeah. not isolated. Yeah. There's a There's a great movie from the 80s called Brainstorm which talks about, you know, some deprivation chambers and the, the and some reality headsets that they were wearing. Oh, right. uh, very fascinating study on how that stuff can go horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, I don't think it's going to go that way, you know, with science fiction and I think more fiction than yeah. science. You know, so Apple doesn't have a dog in this fight yet. You know, but yeah. hey, he's it's talking charming, about it.
1: And it's interesting that Apple would not the trigger on one way or the other, yeah. which is probably an indication that, like Steve Cook is saying, like augmented reality is going to probably be the winner, but they haven't yeah. laid their cards on the table yet or put their money in on a particular direction yet.
0: Right. And, you know, you have to remember, Apple is a consumer electronics company Yeah. that makes stuff for mass market. They're not a niche company. Yeah. These are niche products. These are still niche products. Very much
1: couple, so. And that's that's yeah. certainly not the way they... Come across in terms of tone at times, yeah. like they seem like this is the future. Right. Well, maybe it is, but at the moment, you point know, zero 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 one percent of the market actually cares about this. Right. And I think maybe the the tipping point might have been uh, Pokemon Go. I
0: mean, yeah. Well, it's definitely there's a there's a collision there of, of yeah. augmented and reality. Yeah. You know, and there. What's interesting though, my son is uh, sixteen years old and. Has some money from doing some work and was very interested in getting a virtual reality headset. Uh-huh. And I said, "Well, you know, it's your money if you want to do that." That was seven eight hundred bucks. You know, a yeah. decent amount of money for the uh, I forget the one uh-huh. the one that works with Steam. Okay. And he was enamored with it. And I said, "Well, you know, I was reading a great article. It's one we posted. I don't know, probably three or four months ago, where somebody had several virtual reality headsets sitting in his closet." Oh really? And he was lamenting the fact. I mean, he got most of them. I don't know if he bought them or he had not given to him, but he's like, I just don't use them. Yeah. And I and I said, you know, you should really read that before you go off. And he read that and read a few of other. And he says, Yeah, I think I'm going to wait. Yeah. Because there's a lot of technology that you know sounds promising, and you buy it and invest in it, and it's a letdown. Yeah. You know that's and that's what's going to go on my tombstone. You know, te- technology will always let you down. Yeah. Because our you know our brain is so. Malleable, and we can yeah. imagine the best case scenario. And it's very rare that technology delivers that best case scenario.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for your thoughts on that update from Tim Cook and augmented reality. We'll be looking to see what happens with Apple on that fight and in that dog in the race in days ahead. <laughs> The Edge of Innovation is brought to you in partnership with Savior Labs. Savior Labs exists to help businesses mature and strategize for the future. Learn more about Savior Labs at saviorlabs.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Edge of Innovation Hacking the Future of Business. For the show notes and more information about Paul, please visit paulparisi.com. The Edge of Innovation is produced by Jacob Young in conjunction with Copious Amounts of Coffee. Music on today's episode was from bensound.com. All can be found on Twitter at pdparisi and on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash pdparisi. This episode, like all our episodes, is transcribed and available at paulparisi.com.